You're in the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the first things I do on a new Paracast episode is to make sure that I pronounce the guest's name right. Like Clarissa Vasquez. And I'm probably going to screw it up. And she doesn't deserve that. Of course, some people don't call me Gene Steinberg. They call me Steinberg. Back when I was a kid, they called me Schnitzelberger. I get no response from that. Jay Randall Murphy, we always can pronounce that name. When you were a kid, Randall, did they mispronounce your name deliberately? No, not really. Used to just be known as Randy, you know, typical, you know. But then we would call you, you're really amazing, Randy. Then I would be confused with another person out there in the paranormal. Well, the amazing Randy's name, originally, before he changed it to James Randy, was Randall. And then some the rest of it, I remember once, but I will not repeat it now, because I do not wish to insult him, even though a lot of people don't like Randy. There's no sense insulting him. We shouldn't join in the crowd, if you get my I point. like Randy. I think he's awesome. He was the magician for the Alice Cooper's uh, Billion Dollar Babies tour, which I saw, which was incredible. As a magician, he's great. He's one of the top magicians in the country. He's, you know, I don't know, he's really getting on years now. As a magician, terrific. He also was very much into astronomy. I once interviewed him for a radio show. This is back in the late 80s. No, back in the late 60s even. The time of the Beatles and everything. I was working at a radio station in Vermont. And I went down to New York City for something to see Jim Mosley or something. And I dropped in on Randy and I interviewed him. And we would talk about astronomy. We didn't even talk about magic. But of course, magic is misdirection, fakery. And maybe that's why he came to think that paranormal phenomena is all fake. Clarissa Vasquez, welcome to the Paracast. I understand. Thank you very much for having me on the show. You have an organization there called the Colorado Coalition of Paranormal Investigators, CCPI. Tell us about the organization. Uh, CCPI has been around since 2004. We are currently 13 members strong, um, and we cater to the needs of residents and businesses and other locations uh, in western Colorado, eastern Utah, southern Wyoming, northern New Mexico, uh, pretty much you know, out in no man's land where other organizations don't tend to want to go. Where angels fear to tread. Yes. What city are you based out of? We're scattered all over the western slope of Colorado. We've our membership spans probably 300 miles. So if if we had to pinpoint a central location between all of us, it would probably be Grand Junction, which is the largest city between Denver and Salt Lake. Obvious question here: What led you to get involved um, in this? I, I've been doing this for almost 23 years now. Um, granted, my, my organization's only been around for 14, but uh, I had, when I was in the military, I had my first experience with something supernatural, and I could not explain it, and the internet was still in its infancy, so I went off base and got a library card and started reading every book I could get my hands on, uh, books by you know Hans Holzer and Ed Warren. And uh, started, you know, trying to make heads or tails of what I was experiencing, which ultimately led to me traipsing around in creepy 
places with a big clunky analog tape recorder and a Polaroid camera that has since morphed into thousands upon thousands of dollars in technological equipment and many years of skills and experience and technique development. And, and that's, that's pretty much me in a nutshell. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your military background, though. Um, I served in the Air Force, and a lot of what I did I can't discuss. Uh oh! Uh, did you see Area Fifty One though in the Aliens? No, I sure didn't. Uh, and even if I did, I couldn't tell you. But uh, no, it, it was a it was a good time. It was learning experience. The experience that I had, it didn't even occur to me at the time to be fearful of what I had just ha- what had just happened to me. Um, I went home that night and called my mom. I'm like, "You're not going to believe what happened." She says, "Well, are you going to?" go back and try to see if it happens again and like well yeah and so i i did and that was you know i started snooping around and and ultimately got good at what i was doing and i've been able to you know by myself and with the help of friends um, provide a valuable service to a lot of people in need who feel that they are having paranormal experiences Um, oftentimes they're not and we're able to Resolutely show them, you know, what they're experiencing is not paranormal in nature, uh, which for most provides them some element of comfort. Um, for others, you know, it kind of upsets them because they want what they're experiencing to be paranormal in nature. But um, you know, it's it's been a it's been a fun road over the last twenty three years, and I'm happy to be doing it, and I'm happy to continue doing it for as long as I can. Let me ask you then about the experiences that turn out not to be paranormal. Now, in terms of UFO sightings. We do know that probably 95% of all sightings have conventional explanations. For other things, are there specific categories where people mistake something for a paranormal event? Oh, absolutely. Um, My good friend Chris Carr and I just released a book um, on August 24th, actually, called Debunking Common... uh, Oh, I've got the book right here, and and I've said the name of the book so many times. I have, you'd think I'd have it memorized. Uh, Debunking common paranormal myths, exploring psychosomatic pareidolia, and really, psychosomatic pareidolia is a clinical term that Chris and I coined for a very common phenomena. Whether whether you're investigating reports of ETs or cryptids or ghosts, um, when you're already in a paranormal mindset you're already psychosomatically setting yourself up to experience something that you can perceive to be paranormal. But when our brains are hardwired to try to make rational conclusions out of incomplete data, um, and the clinical term for that is pareidolia. Uh, The TV term for it is matrixing. So when you think you see something that isn't really there, like seeing a bunny rabbit in the clouds, you know, there is no bunny up in the clouds. Don't tell Bugs Bunny that. Don't tell him he's been taking flying lessons. There is no man in the moon, things like that. But when our brains receive incomplete data, um, they try to make rational conclusions out of that incomplete data. And that's how our brains interpret those shapes in the clouds to be bunny rabbits or dragons or what have you. And so, you know, we, we developed this clinical term for a very, very common happening in the paranormal field. And again, whether you're chasing ETs, cryptids, or ghosts, um, it's, it's very, very common. It's a no investigator is immune to it. It happens to everybody. And it's, it's good that a lot of people be aware that this, that this is a legitimate phenomena. It can happen. It does happen. And to be aware of it um, can save 
you know, you're save the investigators and save, you know, your clients a lot of heartache and grief, you know, from misinterpretation. Well, normally we wouldn't consider something like, say, rabbits in the clouds as a paranormal phenomenon. So um, can you give us a couple of specific examples of paranormal phenomena that can be mistaken for this? uh, Would you call it a condition or just a circumstance or... Um, yeah, it's a it, it's a circumstance, and you know the, the one, one thing that comes to my mind all right off the top of my head is the subject of orbs, and orbs are really really common in both extraterrestrial investigation or ufology, if you will, um, and uh, ghost investigations. And you know people see in their in their video footage or in their photographs, you know this um, this spherical image which they they call an orb, um, which could be, you know, dust, water vapor, swamp gas, ball lightning in very extreme circumstances. Um, and a lot of people, they'll bring bring us these photographs and go, oh, look, I captured an orb. It's, it's a ghost or, or it's a UFO or, and, you know, we have to shake our heads a little bit and go, no, it's actually not. It, but there's a face in it. The, like the face on Mars. No, it's not the face on Mars. Listen, we have... Clarissa Vasquez, and we have J. Randall Murphy. I'm Gene Steinberg. That means you're in the Paracast. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items and entails T-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast Jumbo tote bag, all sorts of T-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children, stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. You go to store.theparacast.com, stop by, and take a shopping tour. It's been said, any society is only three missed meals away from chaos. Those times may be near. Think about it. Our country faces multiple terrorist threats and aggressions from Russia and North Korea. Social unrest and violent marches yet again may lead to looting of stores and city shutdowns. And our crumbling infrastructure leaves our power grid vulnerable to long-term outages from a single cyber attack. When the chaos from any one of these threats arises, the government knows it can't provide during a widespread national emergency. That's why you need your own plan for self-reliance. That's where My Patriot Supply comes in. Get a four-week survival food supply for only $99. That includes breakfast, lunches, and dinners. Order online at preparewithgcn.com. 99 bucks for four weeks of survival food that tastes like homemade cooking and lasts up to 25 years from My Patriot Supply. Get your kits today at preparewithgcn.com. Free shipping is included. Preparewithgcn.com. 
Broadcasting to over a thousand radio stations, GCN programming is in all of the largest markets. A GCN advertising career could be the business opportunity you've been waiting for. Companies need hardworking representatives just like you to handle their needs, while you earn residual income which can last for years. Companies are buying and they need you. Email advertise at GCNlive.com or call 877-996-4327. That's 877-996-4327. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. As you probably noticed with the first section of this episode of the Paracast, we've got a little bit of distortion with the Skype connection, and we tried everything. We couldn't clear it up, so we're doing our best. I think everything is understandable, so I do hope you will bear with us as we continue with our episode, because lots of fascinating things are happening. And by the way, this episode will also continue on this weekend's After the Paracast. I was asked by one listener who is very skeptical of how we do things, saying, not to talk about Randall and his echo chamber. So I promise you, I will not keep referring to Randall and his echo chamber because don't I know talk people. About it, Gene. I know that people stop talking. Don't want to hear about Randall and his echo chamber. So I will not mention Randall and his echo chamber. Clarissa Vasquez is with us, and I'm not going to mention the echo chamber from Randall. Obviously, we're talking here about the things that could generate false positives with regard to UFOs and other paranormal events. And when people claim they've seen a ghost, Clarissa, what might they have seen other than Uncle John hanging out at the old house? It could be anything, really. It it could be a shadow from a very tangible object outside, um, you know, reflecting inside a room. It could be, it could be exhaustion. It could be 
overexposure to high levels of electromagnetic energy. Prolonged exposure to that can, in some cases, lead to hallucinations. It could be funhouse effect from unlevel and uneven walls, doorways, stuff like that. When you feel off balance, your brain tends to try to, and you can on occasion see things, you know, that aren't there in that case. So, you know, there's, there's any number of reasons why people can see things that aren't there. And only in very rare circumstances is it ever actually paranormal in nature. And I'm not saying that the paranormal does not exist. I'm not saying that ghosts and cryptids and ETs don't exist. Not at all. I'm a firm believer. I've had experiences myself that I can't debunk. And, you know, it's my objective personally as a researcher to rule out the possible before trying to factor in the impossible. Okay, so uh, returning to the orbs for a moment, mm-hmm. what we are talking about there are not what you would call in ufology the nocturnal light phenomena, the like the NL1, NL2, NL3 right. type of sightings where you have a, a, it is an orb, it's a glowing orb or ball of light, a sphere that seems to be under some sort of intelligent control. Mm-hmm. These ones that you're talking about are more ethereal, they often appear on photographs, and right. seem to be more the result of camera artifacts and lens flares, that sort of thing. Right, or flash reflection, or microscopic particles either on the lens or in close proximity to the lens if you can see it with the naked eye then you know you're more apt to have something a little more tangible you know with a little more substance than if you just captured this random video or photographic footage um and oh my gosh you know there's you know there i didn't see it but you know my video footage captured this this ufo or captured this ghost um and if if you want to get down to you know the black and white of it you know yes a a spherical object moving in front of the camera would technically be a ufo because it is unidentified you cannot you cannot officially categorize it as dust or water vapor or or a bug um you know unless you're able to you know, zoom in very, very closely and find the wings of said bug or what have you. Um, but if you can see it with the with the naked eye, then you're more apt to have something tangible. What do you think those are then? Because we, we've all heard a number of accounts, I imagine you have as well, where people say, well, this wasn't just in the camera. We were all standing in the room and this this object, this orb thing came floating in through the room and we all saw it plain as day yeah for those cases you know especially since i'm not there you know i cannot readily explain it you know i can toss out suggestions such as you know the very very rare ball lightning or static discharge or what have you um but you know again in some cases it is very paranormal in nature um and paranormal, by definition, is you cannot scientifically explain it. So, you know, if you cannot scientifically or rationally explain it, then it does become paranormal. Is it a ghost or is it a UFO or is it evidence of some sort of cryptozoological event? I don't know. Um, but, you know, it certainly would 
fall into the paranormal category because you can't scientifically explain it at that time. That's another thing about the whole field of the paranormal is getting a real clear idea of what it means. And I, I think that you really hit the nail on the head there when you say it's something that can't be rationally explained. Because there's a lot of phenomena that would fall into, say, a casual conversation about the paranormal. And that one that one word that you use there, rational explanation, seems to be the most fitting of it all. There are some definitions that say, well, it, it's beyond current scientific understanding, which kind of implies, well, maybe someday we'll understand it. Right. And then, there's, then there's definitions that say, well, no, it's, it's beyond even that. It's beyond nature, and therefore, no matter how good our science gets, it will never be able to explain it. But a rational approach, you know, it, it I sort of I takes the don't middle road. Buy into that into that second theory that we'll never be able to explain it, right? Um, when when you look back, you know, sixty, and you know, when when we had our sights set on landing on the moon, there were still firm believers that we had that that the moon may have even been made of cheese. As our, as our technology advances, so does our understanding of certain scientific aspects. Very and true. so that is uh, what we as researchers are striving to do. You know, we're developing the technology, we're conducting the research, we're exploring the theories, developing the techniques, um, utilizing the hypotheses, and, you know, we're, we're trying to take those steps forward toward better understanding you know, what is currently outside of our rational understanding. I think that's a really reasonable way of looking at it, uh, where we say that uh, what we're dealing with is something that's beyond rational explanation. Maybe someday it will be able to be explained scientifically. And of course, then when it does, it will move out of the paranormal and into the normal. I agree completely. You mentioned, Clarissa, that you've had your own experiences. Mm -hmm. And maybe you can tell us about this and what led you to believe that at least some of the things that are happening out there in our crazy world are genuine but unexplainable. But before we have that answer, we have this answer for a couple of moments of business with Gene, Clarissa, and Randall. You're in the Paracast. listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Hear that? That's the sound of a house being trashed while a gang of thieves ransack the place. And what they don't steal will be destroyed. This year, resolve not to be the next victim of a break-in. Go to faketv.com and discover a device that creates the illusion someone inside is watching TV, even when you're miles away. Security is a mindset, and fake TV should be part of your security solution. Be vigilant, but not fearful. Faketv.com. 
Most of you know that heart disease is the number one silent killer in the U.S. What if I told you for just $54.95 a month you could fight against heart disease naturally? At Heart and Body Extract, we've been helping thousands of people get back to a healthier heart. Don't just take my word for it. Check out all of the success stories at hbextract.com. Or to order, call 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. hbextract.com. Don't risk it when you can take charge of it. USA Radio News. According to multiple news outlets, the Senate Judiciary Committee has tentatively reached an agreement for a hearing on Thursday with Christine Blasey Ford regarding her allegation that Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh sexually assaulted her back in high school. We're also hearing now that there were threats against both Ford and Kavanaugh. Congressman Steve Scalise says this is uncalled for, whether you're a Democrat or Republican. There is no place for this on either side, uh, whether it's Ms. Ford, uh, whether it's Ms. Kavanaugh. Uh, there's absolutely no place for people resorting to violence. Vice President Mike Pence spoke at the Value Voters Summit on Saturday. The vice president laid out some of the accomplishments regarding the economy under President Trump. Job creators, large and small, have already created more than 4 million good-paying jobs across this country. Jobs, jobless claims haven't been this low in nearly 50 years. You're listening to USA Radio News. Were you scammed into signing a timeshare contract? And did you miss the part that said you have to pay for your great idea? Not only for the rest of your life, but when you're not here anymore, you get to pass this turkey onto your family for them to pay for the rest of their lives. Thanks, Dad. Don't burden your family down the road and don't be stuck with expensive timeshare payments forever. Get out of your bad idea, timeshare contract guaranteed or pay nothing. Call Resort Release today and learn for free how their timeshare exit team can help you legally exit your timeshare contract. They've helped thousands of people and they're A-plus rated with a BBB. So if you feel scammed, get mad and get out of your expensive timeshare contract right now guaranteed. Call N-O-W. 800 That's 800-586-7112. Long distance travel or long hours in front of a computer can take its toll on your body. Get relief for your neck or back pain when you search Amazon for sunshine pillows, heating wraps, and pads, often listed as an Amazon choice. Why take another pill? Now, from Sunny Bay and by customer demand, we introduce our extra-long neck heating wrap, a complete wrap, wide and hands-free, and brings fast relief to those who suffer from neck or back pain. You can easily find sunshine pillows on Amazon. Or search Amazon for our new Sunny Bay disposable heat pads. Or look for Sunny Bay heated neck wraps for relief from back pain to menstrual pain and cramps. Sometimes life can be a pain in the neck or back or shoulder. See why our company, Biomed DB Design, has a lifetime 100% positive rating on both Amazon and Etsy. Just go to Amazon.com and search Sunny Bay or call us 253-678-1361. We have paranormal investigator Clarissa Vasquez, and she mentioned in our previous segment that she had had 
some strange encounters. Tell us about some of the better ones. The one that comes to my mind off, off the top of my head, and again, I've been doing this for over 20 years, so I have a few, but we investigated a house in rural Colorado. It was an abandoned three-story house that the owners could not keep rented. The people would rent the house and then they would suddenly break their leases. They'd say, keep the money. We're out of here. You know, we cannot stay in this house another moment. And they were attributing it to, you know, ghostly activity. And so went in, there were 10 of us that night and the investigators were having experiences based on their comfort thresholds. So the people that were unnerved by seeing things were seeing things. The people that were unnerved by being touched were being touched. Um, some were hearing things, etc. And again, I've been doing this forever, so I'm somewhat desensitized to a lot of this. It really takes a lot to unnerve me. And I was up in the attic with two other investigators. I was using a night owl monocular, which didn't record, but it allowed me to see in the dark. I looked into one area of the attic and I thought I saw what was a dead bird on the floor. Come to find out, it was just a small piece of crumpled black trash bag on the floor in this attic space. We went back and reviewed the audio. And the audio that we were recording at the time, the recorder was a good 10, maybe 15 feet away from me. And you can hear me in the distance go, ew, what is that? And this voice comes over and says, dead bird. And then you hear me go, hey, is there a dead bird in here? And the other two are talking, going, oh, no, I don't know where. Now, the other two had no idea what I was seeing because I was not using a flashlight or something to that effect. I was using a night owl monocular. And so I was the only one that knew. I thought I was seeing a dead bird until I asked, hey, is there a dead bird in here? But we go back and listen to the audio recording. Again, you know, you hear me go, what is that? And this voice says, dead bird. Then I'm like, hey, is there a dead bird in here? Whatever was in that house knew what I thought I was seeing. It was in my head. So that was really kind of creepy for me. It's like, you know, it's scary enough just with me in there, but to, you know, know that somebody or something else was in my head too, uh, that, you know, that's in itself is kind of scary. You know, that was, that was a little unnerving, but it wasn't until the next day, you know, when we were going back over the audio, you know, we hear that, you know, did I have my personal experience, you know, that really unnerved me. Everybody else got theirs that night, but uh, I didn't get until I was back in the comfort of my home. You know, I didn't get to be a little spooked. And that's just, you know, one example of, you know, some of the really cool stuff that happens, you know, when you're out looking for this stuff. But and to this day, we still haven't been able to debunk that because I'm the only one that knew what I thought I was seeing. But then couldn't you say that this falls into that pareidolia category or could conceivably fall into it where you're you know you see this thing you think is a a bird and then your your mind just creates that and then people it was textbook pareidolia yeah it was textbook pareidolia but what isn't pareidolia is the voice that comes over and says dead bird on the recording on the recording you know after i go what is that so is that some kind of EVP or? That is an EVP, yes. EVP, it's not like I buried Paul, which was really cranberry sauce or something. Remember that? Right. <laughs> it was a legitimate EVP. We did not hear it at the time it was recorded. And, 
you know, it was clearly not any of our voice, you know, saying dead bird. And it was, it was a, it was a really cool experience. But again, it was a little unnerving to know that whatever was there knew what I thought I was seeing, now, knew are, that are I was you, experiencing that pareidolia. What was this sound on the audio recording? Is it clear enough for you as a paranormal investigator to be sure that you're not just hearing the same sort of pareidolia in the recording? Because we've heard a lot of these recordings and really you don't hear anything until someone says, well, can't you hear it? It sounds like that. And then yeah. all of a sudden, oh yeah, mm-hmm, I, I hear it now. Are you saying it was very clear? It's it's very clear. It's very audible. Um, we were using a digital recorder at the time, so there was no white noise or static. Yeah, it's it's a class A EVP. That sounds fascinating. What other sort of paranormal detection equipment do you use besides tape recorders, binoculars? <laughs> We've got two DVR systems that are set up with uh, infrared night vision. Um, so we are, let's see, we're 12 camera capable with, between the two systems. We've got three of the new newer technology it's their sls cameras i'm still working to debunk those because i think a lot of the data obtained with those sls cameras um, is operator error what is Uh, an sls camera an sls camera there's two different versions there's the x cam and then there's the connect um, and we have both versions actually and they operate um, with extreme infrared technology. I mean, women have to wear very thick shirts or else the infrared lights will shine through their shirts and you can see all kinds of things. Um, but if the camera detects an anomaly, it will place on the screen a stick figure in the shape of the anomaly that it detects. And again, sometimes it's just a random random tangible object that the camera detects as an anomaly and other times there there have been a couple of times where i can't debunk it um we had one where we did detect an anomaly on the on the sls camera and an investigator walked over to it and held out his hand and he said hi my name is eric and the stick figure reached out and shook his hand but was he able to feel no anything no Okay. No, and he had a melmeter with a REM feature on it in his other hand, and at the time that the stick figure reached out and shook his shook his hand, the REM feature on his melmeter activated, and the stick figure, as soon as that REM feature activated and started toning, um, the stick figure punched him. <laughs> <laughs> it appeared it didn't didn't care for that. Uh, so it was a little bit of validation to have that REM feature activate at the same time that the stick figure reached out and shook his hand. Okay, so you get punched by a stick figure. Yeah. Is, <laughs> is this it. like a slender man kind of thing? <laughs> no, and and we couldn't we couldn't see anything on the screen other than the stick figure that the SLS had detected. What is a REM feature? REM, uh, REM pod or REM feature, um, it detects changes in the natural static in the air. And so if there's, a, if there's a change in the static electricity in the air, it will sound a tone. And the 
the higher the change or the more static that it detects, um, the louder and the higher the frequency of the tone when it activates. So it's a type of an EM detector. Similar, yes. Interesting. Yeah. Now, are you talking REM pod, that particular device or something? It was not the REM pod. We have a REM pod, um, but it was it was a REM pod feature on his Melmeter. His Melmeter is a hybrid. Um, some have the some of the Melmeters now they have vibration sensors and some have uh, K2 features and some have the the REM feature um, and this was one of those that had the REM feature on it and again as soon as the anomaly reached out you know and shook his hand in greeting it activated the REM feature on his melmeter which apparently the anomaly did not like <laughs> and it punched him <laughs> interesting or i mean it looked like that's what happened <laughs> right it it looks like he didn't he didn't feel anything physically but that's what we saw on the screen how might we explain that in r- rational terms? It's one of those few things that I can't. Again, I'm still working to debunk this device and learn you know, the proper and adequate usage of it. We've got a break with Gene Randall and Clarissa. You're in the Paracast. <laughs> for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. I'm David Hall, founder of Diamond Gusset, where we're proud of our 100% grown and sewn American-made jeans. Whether you're out for dinner, working on the farm, or on the road, Diamond Gusset Jeans offers a full spectrum of styles and sizes for any occasion. To find yours, visit gusset.com. That's G-U-S-S-E-T.com. Our loyal customers enable us to continue sponsoring Liberty Media outlets like the one you're listening to. In Liberty, David Hall, Diamond Gusset Jean Company. When you use public Wi-Fi, hackers and identity thieves can see anything you do online. Embarrassing photos, your web history, even your passwords. That's why I use private internet access to encrypt my internet connection for less than 10 cents a day. Sign up now at privateinternetaccess.com and in just a few minutes, you'll be browsing anonymously and only sharing what you want to share. Privateinternetaccess.com. It's time to protect your online privacy. 
the letters IRS give you anxiety? I'm Dan Pilla. I've defended people from the IRS for more than 40 years. My book, How to Get Tax Amnesty, created the tax resolution industry and is responsible for helping hundreds of thousands of people. It can help you, too. If you're a non-filer or facing IRS enforcement right now, your case is unique. You need real help, not cookie-cutter advice. My clients get my personal attention. Buy my book at danpilla.com and get a free consultation directly with me. That's danpilla.com. Let's start solving your tax problem right now. Many people write us about their experience with Extendivite. Allow me to read you a few from Amazon.com. By Mel. Great product. My husband and father-in-law use it regularly. Both my husband and father-in-law have had significant change in their blood pressure and overall health. By Amazon customer. It works for me. Return to buy the tincture in the capsules as they were on sale during February. Unlike some other products, this one worked for blood pressure and occasional irregular heartbeat. Extendivite produced noticeable results after just two bottles, a four-month supply. I take Extendivite three times a day, every day. I think this supplement has helped with my increased fitness regime and to lower my blood pressure. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. Call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. It's a no-brainer. A Big Berkey water filter is the one you need, period. You need a water filter that removes chlorine, fluoride, pharmaceuticals, BPA, and other endocrine disruptors, pesticides, bacteria, viruses, and much more, right? And does it all at only two cents per gallon. Get the original and most trusted name in gravity water filtration, Big Berkey. And now GCN listeners receive 5% off ceramic filter systems using code GCN. Call or click 1-877-99-BERKEY or BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. Hi, this is Bryce Abel. I'm the producer of Dark Skies, the co-author of AD After Disclosure, and you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. We're in the middle of a great discussion with Clarissa Vasquez, who has a healthy dose of skepticism the way that she engages in paranormal research. And you notice here, she doesn't take things for granted. That paranormal events, things that we can't understand, don't happen as often as some people might think. Actually, you're not alone, I think, down there when it comes to paranormal investigation. Have you ever heard of the Rocky Mountain Paranormal Research Society? Yes, I have. And they're the only organization in the state of Colorado that's been around longer than we have. But not by much. I think they've been around since 99. So when you guys go out, do you ever run into them or do you network with them? I have never encountered anybody from Rocky Mountain at all of the conferences I've spoken at and the events I've participated in. um, I have never met anybody affiliated with Rocky Mountain, which is kind of sad. Yeah, we had Brian on. I think he was last week's guest. Uh, Very similar attitude. I think you two would get along very well. Uh, And we got talking a bit about the REM pods. And I had Mm -hmm. mentioned that uh, a guest... Another guest on our show had an experience with one of them, and I started looking into them myself and found that the company had actually had a whole bunch on recall because one of their chips was malfunctioning and registering when it shouldn't. Yeah, and we actually had a piece of equipment that that fell under that recall. You know, it was just a real quick and easy, you know, send it back. They replaced the malfunctioning parts and 
send it right back. It was it was really not a big deal, but it was good to know that the company was accepting responsibility for their faulty manufacturing. You know, they take pride in their products and, you know, want us to have as much success as possible with, you know, properly functioning equipment. And so, and we've had instances like that um, with other equipment as well. In fact, one of our SLS cameras was not functioning properly. And so we, you know, contacted the manufacturer and, and said, you know, what can we do to fix this? And they said, oh, no, 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 you, you send it back. We're going to send you a brand new one. So there, there are some really good companies out there that really want to provide quality equipment to the paranormal research community instead of, you know, just the people that are money hungry and, you know, buy our stuff, it works. And, you know, and, and it's actually bunk and they just want your money. Returning to the idea then of paranormal and supernatural, if these devices are able to pick up something that we would consider as a genuine paranormal or supernatural occurrence, then by definition, it's measurable. It's within the realm of nature and therefore should be something that we wouldn't think of as beyond study. Absolutely. You know, again, as I said during the previous segment, you know, that that is the ultimate goal for the serious researchers out there. You know, we're taking those baby steps and trying to get that tangible, measurable. Um, I don't like using the words evidence or proof. I prefer to use the term data because, you know, evidence is something you can prove in court. (laughs) Data can be proven or disproven. And so, um, you know, we are we are slowly but surely you know, taking those steps toward finding that tangible and measurable data, you know, that can be presented to the world. And, and we understand that, you know, no matter what we do or how hard we work or how many hours of sleep we lose, there's always going to be someone that is going to tell, you know, there are still people out there that believe the earth is flat. We never walked on the moon. We understand that. We accept that. We recognize that, but that's not going to stop us from doing what we, what we do and what we love to do. Getting back to the uh, the the case where you have the um, sort of a, a kind of an apparition in the camera and that mm-hmm. appears to be interacting with one of your investigators, mm-hmm. uh, here, here's a a thought for you. If we're dealing with EM and a type of static that's in the air, mm-hmm. one of the things that happens with the air that is very common is that there are a lot of dust particles we don't normally see floating around in it. And particularly if uh, you're in a s- smoking environment, say if you go into a home where there's a lot of smokers, mm-hmm. if you're not a smoker yourself, what happens is that you have a completely different polarity to the dust particulate. Mm-hmm. So if you, say, pick up something like that that's got a different signature and you get near it, you're going to have a natural differential between yourself and the particulate, including the smoke. And that's why when people who don't smoke go into places where there's a lot of smoke, they come out smelling like it because mm-hmm. it's drawn right to them. It's, mm-hmm. it's if you become like a filter. So maybe there's something to consider as a natural explanation if you've just got a, a human who had been there smoking and leaving this imprint in the in the particulate, and then someone who doesn't go over to it, then it's going to, if you say, reach out your hand, it's going to be naturally attracted. You know, that's, it's certainly a possibility. Um, it's it's however, a long shot, but <laughs> I mean. Yeah, it's, it's a long shot. And, you know, and the one thing I tell my investigators, 
particularly when they're using this new newer SLS technology is, you know, don't rely on it solely. And the fact that we had another piece of equipment, you know, that investigator's uh, REM feature activated at the same time that the anomaly detected on the SLS camera uh, reached out and shook his hand. Uh, right, but because again, that piece of equipment activated at the same time, you know, that's a little bit of validation. Now, had we captured an EVP in conjunction with that, had we recorded a voice saying, pleased to meet you or something, we'd have been like, oh, man, holy grail. Right. Yes, that would be uh, <laughs> different again. Of, of course, you know, then if you've got the, the two opposite polarities in terms of the particulate that you're picking up, naturally, the closer, you know, you go to reach out, it's going to be attracted. So it's going to look as though it's responding and then that could be interpreted as whatever it is reaching out to shake his hand when it may have been no such thing at all i mean i think that's probably a more rational explanation than saying well it's you know it's a dead person who's invisible absolutely what do you think of the afterlife do you think there is such a thing how how is that even possible I don't know how it's possible. Um, I I do believe that there is an afterlife, um, and you know, again, I think I th- we still have a long way to go before we have all those answers. Um, and you know, just as with any other field of scientific research, you know, you have to keep at it. You have to keep studying. You have to keep developing and testing new theses, and you 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 just have to keep going and. You know, some roads are dead ends and others branch off onto other avenues and, you know, and some just keep going and going and going. And and that's that's ultimately, you know, what we what we have to keep doing is exploring and testing and investigating and researching and and, you know, just keep at it until we have, you know, concrete, measurable, sustainable, tangible data to build on. You mentioned EM exposure earlier. Mm-hmm. What, what examples of that have you run across where EM exposure has been responsible for some sort of paranormal phenomena? Or oh, my gosh. Apparent paranormal phenomena. We worked a case uh, probably 18 months ago where the, the mother refused to sleep upstairs in the master bedroom. She, she always slept downstairs on the sofa because she was certain that someone was watching her sleep and you know okay fine you know that's been known to happen and prior to us coming in their son was complaining about being hot in his bedroom and so they moved a fan that had previously been on her side of the bed and moved it into his room and then suddenly you know, within a few weeks, he's complaining of feeling like he's being watched. So ultimately, because it's now affecting the kids, they call us in and and we go in and we do our thing and come to find out this fan that had been, you know, first on her side of the bed, um, activated, turned on, blowing, and then was next to, then next to his bed. When we got there and we conducted our investigation, uh, we discovered that fan, and it was a little tiny thing. I, I think the the blades on it were like a six inch six inch diameter, little itty bitty thing. But it was putting off EMF in excess of two thousand milligauss. How does that compare to something like a 
cordless telephone? Uh, well, the safe levels, according to the U.S. government, so take it for what you will, the safe levels of EMF for prolonged exposure to EMF are 0.08 or less. And this was this little fan was putting off in excess of 2,000. Well, we're going to break and continue that discussion with Clarissa and Randall and Jean. It means you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Hello, this is Dr. Bill Deagle, MD of Nutramedical.com, announcing the breakthrough Red Deer Velvet DR. It delivers the protected building blocks of all organs and tissues, allowing your own stem cells as architects and engineers to regenerate you. Not since fetal life, when aging does not occur, has such an amazing Nutramed been available to help heal you and regenerate you. Anti-aging requires that you correct mineral, activate nutraceutical, and jump the gene defects and poor diet you have to deliver the cellular tools for regeneration. You must remove old damaged cells and replace them with your young healthy cells to wind the biological clock to a younger you. Order your Red Deer Velvet DR now at Nutramedical.com. 24-7 or 888-212-8871. That's Nutri-Medical, N-U-T-R-I, medical, M-E-D-I-C-A-L.com. Or call our order line, 888-212-8871. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Clarissa, I love the fact that you're concentrating on science here. (laughs) I've been a longtime advocate for having paranormal research regarded as legitimate scientific research. Now, I want to ask you one thing here. You have a day job, I assume, right? I'm a writer. What do you write about? The paranormal. (laughs) Okay, that's it for you. Yeah, yeah, I've got I've got six books on the market right now, so that's so bad then. Yeah, number six just launched um, August twenty fourth, and that was the psychosomatic pareidolia right. book I mentioned earlier. Right. Well, the one we mentioned, we'll include that on our description of Excellent. the show. Yeah, make sure you sell a couple of books there. I know stuff Let's get, let's continue the measurements you were getting there. Sure. The um, and 
you know, again, the known safe levels of prolonged exposure of EMF are 0.08 or lower. And so, you know, this one little fan was putting off in excess of 2000 milligauss. And so we went, well, right there, that's your problem. And, you know, lo and behold, you remove the fan and the feelings of being watched stop. Science, mainstream science, has proven that prolonged exposure to high levels of EMF can cause um, headaches, hallucinations, feelings of being watched. In extreme cases, um, tumors and cancer. That's why uh, high voltage power lines are no longer permitted to go over city parks because little kids were developing cancerous tumors from playing in the parks every day under these high voltage power lines. And so the uh, World Health Organization fairly recently reversed its decision on having wireless routers in elementary schools as well, mm-hmm. which is completely uh, an about face from uh, previous findings that where people said well no the the radiation from cell phones and signal towers and wireless is far too small to be actually of any harm to human beings but that seems to be changing now it is changing and there's been a big push um, as of the last couple of years for women not to keep their cell phones in their bras uh just because the the electromagnetic radiation from the cell phones being in the bras is thought to contribute to breast cancer and uh, breast tissue tumors. Well, you know, I could believe that because um, I was once working as a consultant or a, as a sales specialist where uh, all I did all day was sell cell phones and electronic equipment. This is just a brief aside here, but I had a customer come in who had taken his wife on a trip in their motorhome down through the United States, and they had picked up a cell phone for each of them. And she had gotten homesick and talking to her family members on an extended basis, on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And by the time they got back, she had developed cancer. That was just one case. And somewhat coincidentally, the same company I worked for also hosted a radio call-in medical show Mm -hmm. where they interviewed a surgeon from California who said it was his job. And he did this on a daily basis. He says, all I do all day is pull out tumors from the side of people's heads where they use their cell phones. And he said, Oh, yes, this isn't scientific, a scientific study, but when that's all you do all day long, you start to wonder. Right. You know, so you kind of start thinking, well, if it walks like a duck and talks like a duck, it must be a duck. And I personally, it is very rare when I don't use the speakerphone option on my phone, which drives my son crazy because, you know, he can hear my entire phone conversation regardless of what I'm talking about. But it's just, one of those habits that I've got into, you know, I, I rarely use the headset on the phone itself. I almost always have it on speaker. Well, I think that's probably a good idea personally. Uh, I know that we, well, when we had Brian on, he also had a similar case, uh, their people, uh, where there was a cell tower just uh, outside. He said l- literally like about 18 feet away from the bedroom where they were claiming that this paranormal activity was going on. And once they identified that, uh, 
as being a potential cause and the people moved away from there, it all went away. Yeah. And we've had cases like that as well, you know, where we explain to them, look, you've got high voltage power lines in your backyard. You know, we, we cannot say that what you're experiencing is paranormal. We can't say that it's not paranormal. What we can say is you've got these high voltage lines. They're releasing a deadly amount of radiation into your home. And the couple moved and the activity stopped with that. And we haven't been called in, you know, with the new occupants of the home. Um, I don't know if they're experiencing anything or if it was just limited to that couple. It does happen. It makes people, it, it makes one wonder with all of this wireless technology. I mean, now we're getting these smart meters on everyone's homes too, you know, for your mm-hmm. utilities and water. And between that and and in people's internal wireless routers and wireless TVs and smart houses, we, we would think that the whole incidence of this might be on the rise. Have have you noticed that or what's what's your thought on that? Um, we've never had the opportunity to investigate a, a smart house or or anything like that. Um, the majority of our cases are still pretty stone age technology, I guess. You know, they, yes, they have wireless routers and yes, they have cell phones and, and stuff uh, of that nature. But um, we haven't really had the opportunity or have been invited to investigate, you know, something with that level of technology okay so now now i have to i have to backtrack way back to the beginning of the show here now now you said you were in the air force yes Uh, what what uh role were you playing without going into details so just to get some sort of an idea what it was you were doing well i i can tell you a little bit my first experience you know again i was in i was in the air force and i was um, a very very low ranking service member. I was uh, fresh out of school, actually. And um, the hospital at the base where I was stationed was in the process of converting their morgue into a physical therapy department. And so being a low-ranking grunt on the totem pole, I was tasked with helping to clean up the construction debris you know, sweeping up the the brick dust and the asbestos, and and yes, everybody always asks. Yes, I had a dust mask, um, but um, I had come back from lunch and went down into that basement area of that hospital to resume my duties, and saw a man dressed in nineteen sixties, nineteen seventies era olive drab combat fatigues, which at the time when I was in the service. The standard uniform was the green camouflage form, uh, which I think now it's brown or even gray. But this man, he he was very tangible, three-dimensional. He was not transparent. He was not wispy, very clean-cut, rugged, uh, almost handsome, you know, thinking back. And he definitely looked out of place. He was not in the right uniform. And I got within probably 10 feet of him, and I said, sir, can I? help you find something. And he looked at me and he looked at way, looked, looked at me, looked away, walked through a cinder block wall and disappeared. Wow. Now that's pretty hard to explain by pareidolia. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot explain it. And, you know, no, I had not been drinking or smoking or ingesting anything otherwise, you know, 
And so, you know, again, I went home and I called my mom that night. I'm like, you're not going to believe it. And she asked me, she's like, well, are you going to go back and look for it? You know, see if it happens again tomorrow. I'm like, well, of course I am. You know, I want to, I want to understand this. I want to explain, I, I, I need to know what happened. And of course I never saw him again, which is sad. So um, you were working at a hospital demolition site. That was the, that was what I had been tasked with doing. Yes. The, they were converting the hospital into or converting the morgue of the hospital downstairs in the basement. They were converting that into a physical therapy department. Oh, and construction so, site. And so yeah. Not, not, uh, okay. And then I'm break time. Okay. More to come with Randall, Clarissa and Jean. I keep changing the order. <laughs> You're in the Paracast. <laughs> Neighbors, we've made such a deal with HelloFresh, and it means that everyone listening to this show can receive $30 off your first week of deliveries when you go to HelloFresh.com and use the offer code PARACAST30. You know, with HelloFresh, you can choose the delivery day that works best for you. They've got a wide variety of chef-curated recipes that change weekly. And can you imagine me cooking... Japanese panko chicken. It makes me feel like I'm a chef. It means also that you could actually get your meal cooked in 30 minutes. For busy people, this is perfect. The simple recipes include step-by-step instructions so even I can figure it out. Go to HelloFresh.com. Use the offer code PARACAST30 to get $30 off your first week of deliveries. HelloFresh.com. How well and how fast does heart and body extract work to improve blood circulation? Listen. My name is Ellis, and I'm 66 years old, and I live in Jacksonville, Florida. Two years ago, I was diagnosed as having clogged arteries. I had 70% blockage in one artery leading to my heart. They wanted me to go on Plavix, but I refused, knowing the negative side effects. Heart and Body Extract is a unique balance, synergy, and proportion of herbs reaching from head to toe at maximum absorption around 95% at the cellular level. Within the first month, I felt a dramatic difference. The heaviness in my legs was reduced, and within two months, I felt completely normal. Your natural organic herbal formula for heart health is Heart and Body Extract. Heart and Body Extract comes with a 100% ironclad money-back guarantee. Details at hbextract.com or call 866-295-5305 for Heart and Body Extract. Call 866-295-5305. 866-295-5305 for Heart and Body Extract. Bacon lovers, we ship free. Try our amazing bacon. No refrigeration required. Proprietary value-added packaging provides 10-year shelf life and protects the leanest, thickest, center-cut, fully-cooked bacon in America today. Ready to eat right from the pouch or warm and serve. Savory and delicious. Wholesale price for your everyday use. Order today at readytoeatbacon.com. Readytoeatbacon.com. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify. 
the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts up 77 to 88988. At 4 Imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting UP77 to 88988. That's UP77 to 88988. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow, a new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Randall was continuing a discussion with our guest of the week, Clarissa Vasquez, a paranormal investigator, author of six books. Go on, Randall. Okay, yeah, just to, to try and get a, a clear idea of, of the setting. So this was a construction area within right. an existing hospital. Okay, yes. so and where you saw this happen, was that in the cafeteria of the hospital? No, it was down in the, in the construction area, oh. down in the former morgue. And it's pretty common for low-ranking individuals to be tasked with, you know, jobs that nobody else wants to do. And, you know, nobody else wants to do it. And, and so they, myself and, and a few others, you know, had been tasked with helping clean up this construction debris. So, and I had come back from lunch. I saw this gentleman try to engage in conversation to see if I could help him. He looked at me, looked away, walked through a cinder block wall and disappeared. And uh, was this an Air Force hospital? Yes, it was. Interesting, because there is an actual, there's a book out there, and it's, I think it's called Scare Force, and it's all about ghost stories and paranormal stuff that has happened within the Air Force. It's uh, quite good. (laughs) Yeah, you might want to check that one out. Very interesting. Now, did, did you do any research to see if you could maybe identify who this fellow was? Oh, no. No, no, no. This was, you know, again, this was in the 90s. So discussing paranormal activity was still very, very, very taboo. You know, again, the internet was in its infancy. Uh, Paranormal TV hadn't become a thing yet. You know, you talked about stuff like this and they'd have had you in for a psych evaluation. Oh, not so good for your career advancement. No, no. So I didn't say anything to anyone other than my mom. You know, but again, you know, my curiosity was peaked, and so I, I did. I went and got a went and got a library card and started, you know, checking out books and reading as many books as I could get my hands on, and, and you know, and of course the the number of books since then is is enormous. It's pretty limited, you know, to Hans Holzer, Ed Warren, things like that. You know, I, occasionally you'd see something on unsolved mysteries, you know, with Robert Stack you know, about somebody having a a ghostly or extraterrestrial experience. But, you know, talking about 
ghosts and the supernatural was very taboo. But how can you take Robert Stack seriously after an airplane? He takes off his sunglasses and he has sunglasses beneath them. Right. <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of tough. You know, once you do a spoof show like that, it's well, it's like a lot of the paranormal reality TV. How can you take any of those guys seriously after some of the stuff that they've pulled on the well, air? So, Well, of course, we have Leonard Nimoy. He did one. Yeah. And I'm actually a big fan of the late, great Leonard Nimoy. But uh, and beautiful singing voice. I don't know if you guys have seen the YouTube videos of him singing back in the day, but uh, better than William Shatner. Yes, uh, everybody is better than William Shatner. <laughs> but really, that's part of the fun of it as well. I mean, okay, it's it's like with ufology. There, there's a tr- real core mystery out there that makes all of the entertainment side of it. Uh, even a little bit more fun. It adds another dimension to it because you know we can look at a show and say, "Oh, that's an allusion to this particular case." You know, the X Files was a favorite show of mine. How about you? Yeah, I loved the X Files. Didn't care for the reboot, but but you know, loved the original X Files series. I think they they probably should have let Sleeping Dogs lie when they tried to resurrect it. But <laughs> yeah. But th- I guess there's been a couple of good episodes I still have yet to catch up on. You know, it's part of TV now to reboot or continue. Now, if you reboot a series, you have a new cast like Hawaii Five O and MacGyver and now Magnum P.I. without the mustache. Right. Okay. Now, you can continue a previous series as you did with X-Files for better or worse. And there are a handful of others. And some are even successful. Yeah, you can you can certainly do that. Let's see. There was one not too long ago that, and I'm trying to remember which one it was, just came back. And, oh, Will and Grace, you know, where they, they kind of picked up where they left off and the fans were like, yay, this is great. And, you know, and others, you know, and, and again, this is just my opinion. You know, we're talking about, you know, sitcom television now. You know, there are others, you know, like the X-Files, you know, where they, tried to do it and in my opinion it just didn't have what it used to have by the way they also have SWAT which is based on a movie from the early 2000s and a short lived TV show from what the 70s right and that one is kind of a star vehicle for this guy from Criminal Minds that works I won't mention a certain other show where the star was fired because she couldn't shut her mouth we also have up here, we have uh, Dan Aykroyd. He got into producing a show, I think, called Sci Factor. It was docu-fiction, definitely more fiction than docu, but it would bring together these various paranormal ideas. I'm not sure if you'd ever managed to catch a few episodes of that. I have not, but I will say that I am a huge fan of his father, Peter. Peter Aykroyd, who is a paranormal researcher, and that's what inspired Dan to co-write the Ghostbusters movies, um, was his dad's research. And in fact, I have the latest book, the latest Peter Aykroyd book, which it's been out for a few years now, but um, huge fan of uh, Dan and Peter Aykroyd. He's no longer around, is he? Peter I Aykroyd? don't believe so. I, You know, I can... I can check real quick. We don't have to, but sure. (laughs) You know, one time I wanted to have Dan Aykroyd on the Paracast. I just don't know if he's contributing anything altogether originally. I saw him narrate 
a documentary, and it was pretty similar to every other documentary. Yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't seen, um, ha- haven't seen any of his uh, documentaries, but, uh, um, and he is still around. Lives in uh, Ottawa, Ontario, actually, but wow. Peter is still around. So what other types of paranormal phenomena uh, do you guys investigate or are interested in besides the um, afterlife stuff? So Uh, our research is primarily um, afterlife research, um, you know, but we, you know, we do have investigators who are very interested in ufology. We have investigators who are very interested in cryptozoology. Um, we have investigators that are very interested in ESP and the, the psi aspect of the paranormal. And so, you know, when, when we have the opportunity to intertwine a couple of them, um, you know, we certainly like to do that and, you know, but still keeping things as, straight and narrow as possible you know we we don't go through you know with dowsing rods and pendulums and ouija boards and uh, you know and we do not utilize um sci- uh, psychics you know i wanted to ask you about psi of, uh, esp sure. we haven't done a lot on the show about that you know i'm thinking here maybe we should make a list of all the topics we've not discussed on the paracast topics that are related to the paranormal take that list let's look for suitable guests and see what comes of it. Clarissa, Jean, and Randall, you're in. The Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. This is Fred. Uh, Hi, I'm Fred. Fred's a repeater. I tend to repeat. Fred has a business. I do have a business. And a problem. Fred repeats the same tired advertising over and over, and now it doesn't work. Over and over. But Fred is about to see a vision. I'm seeing a vision. Advertising on the Genesis Communications Network is the smart way for Fred to reach his potential customers with the most affordable national advertising rates, period. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just email advertise at GCNlive.com. Ever wonder how Bitcoin and Ethereum were created? Vercel Media has helped hundreds of companies and individuals make their own cryptocurrency. Decentralized blockchain solutions are making the world more transparent and giving power back to the people. Vercel Media has helped companies raise tens of millions in the past year alone, structuring and marketing ICOs to the thirsty crypto public worldwide. Don't miss the cryptocurrency revolution. Visit VercelMedia.com. V-E-R-C-E-L Media.com. USA Radio News. Christine Blasey Ford has accepted the Senate Judiciary's request to testify on Ford's allegation that Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh sexually assaulted her back in high school. Now, there was a lot of back and forth regarding who should actually testify first. Alan Dershowitz, professor at Harvard University, says this is a no-brainer on who should testify first. Obviously, she has to testify. She has to be cross-examined, preferably by good lawyers who can ask probing questions. 
then he has to get up and respond and be cross-examined. Saturday, North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper said treacherous floodwaters are still threatening the state more than a week after Hurricane Florence made landfall there. Cooper said that nine of the state's river gauges are at major flood stage and four others are at moderate flood stage. The governor also urged residents of southeastern North Carolina to stay alert for flood warnings and evacuation orders. This is USA Radio News. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-610-5739. 800-610-5739. 800-610-5739. That's 800-610-5739. What if people always acted the same way they do when they're driving their cars? Good morning, Mrs. Blanchard. How may I help you? I'd like to cash this check. Sure. I'll just get my pen Come here on, and... lady. Get oh, a move goodness. on. Where'd you learn to bank anyway? Ooh. Whoa. Don't you give me that look. It sure wouldn't be a very friendly place. What kind of candy do you want, sweetie? This. No, no, no. This. Pick something already. Come on, honey. We're holding people up. How about this kind? No. What is the matter with you people? If you're not going to do something, I am. Get out of my way. <laughs> Every day, drivers and their families all across the country are killed on the roadways because of road rage. Was it a beautiful wedding? Oh, yes, and they make such a lovely couple. Excuse me, is this the receiving line? Yes, it is. Hey, he cut in line. I'm a friend of the bride. Do you know the Hey, now, you cut in line. Buzz off. Oh, yeah? He hit that nice man. That'll teach you to cut in line, you jerk. Stop the senselessness of road rage. It's time we all drive with the same courtesy we extend to people in the rest of our lives. A message from the AAA Foundation for Traffic Safety. This is Jacques Vallée. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. By the way, we've been mentioning that we have a brand new site that we're still developing. And this is something, if you've ever done web design, you'll learn very quickly. And that is, it always takes 10 times longer than you want. We hope to have it ready by the 1st of September. We're doing this show on the 20th for broadcast, of course, on the 23rd. So it's still not quite ready. It's almost there. It's in an almost there stage. And I think we'll get it launched with a brand new online store. Beautiful shirts and stuff and merchandise, branded merchandise for the Paracast, all sorts of styles and colors, men, women, children. I'm sounding like a commercial, but it'll be up soon. Also, we should mention that we have the Paracast Plus, which is the best way to hear the show and support us. You go to plus.theparacast.com for more information. You get a version of the show free of the network ads. And the After the Paracast podcast, where, as with last week with Brian, we continued the episode. You couldn't hear the full thing if you didn't have Paracast Plus. Clarissa, let's continue with you. 
I was asking you about Psy, ESP. We haven't talked about that too much on the Paracast, I don't think. We've never, also, we haven't really had a true psychic on. We've had some people who claim to do readings, but we haven't had that either. Do I have ESP? Does anybody? I, I can recommend a couple of really good ones for you if, you, if you'd really like to have them on your show. <laughs> Send us an email. I will. We'll have a look I at them. I definitely will. And actually, this uh, the talk about uh, Ouija boards and psychics and such brings up a question from our question bank from Kanak Harris, who asks, what is your opinion on seances? I think seances, personally, I think seances are all well and good. Um, I don't think they have any place in a paranormal investigation, but I, I think if people you know, really want to engage in that and they have um, at least one person who is knowledgeable in what they're doing. I, I don't have a problem with seances and, and the same thing with Ouija boards, you know, as long as you, as long as you know what you're doing. Okay. So um, when we're talking about the giving the car keys to say your six-year-old niece, though, cars are, are real tangible things that are, are measurable and, and obvious. Whereas something like, you know, kids playing with a Ouija board, they're, there doesn't seem to be any obvious consequences to playing with it. Are you saying that that you believe that there could be actual paranormal, tangible, real consequences to playing with a Ouija board? Yes, just as there could be real tangible consequences to giving car keys to a six-year-old, you know, there are real tangible consequences to literally everything that we do in life. And as I mentioned earlier, it is it's the same as conducting an EVP session. You know, sometimes you get a response and sometimes you don't. And it's, you know, it's the same thing as, you know, when you're, when you're playing or experimenting or utilizing a Ouija board, spirit board, talking board, whatever you want to call them, um, you know, something could happen. You could get a legitimate response. And so that's why it's always best to have a number one, have a healthy dose of skepticism when you're doing that, but also, you know, to have somebody who is knowledgeable and knows the potential risks involved and, you know, can deal with things appropriately so that later on down the road, people aren't having to call in paranormal investigators saying, well, my kids were playing with a Ouija board. And now all this scary stuff's happening in my house. I'll tell you something. I have really one Ouija board experience that may have been interesting and it involved my friend Kenny's mother, and we were in our late teens. And we bought the Ouija board, the original Ouija board, or okay. and we took it home. And she would play with the planchette, and we'd always get answers with her. I thought she was playing with us, but I always had this nagging suspicion that she wasn't the kind of woman to fool us that way. There may have been some element of reality, but I always felt. With a Ouija board, you're just subconsciously moving it. Somebody is. Whether it has any value or not is up to the people to decide. Yeah, and, and I think that's the case no matter what. It's, you know, whether you're participating in a seance or playing with a Ouija board or a pendulum or whatever, you know, it's, it's up to you to decide, you know, okay, is this legitimate information? Is it conscious or subconscious manipulation? You know, it. You know, ultimately, you know, you have to be the one to decide. Okay, so what about uh, stuff like, say, tarot cards? Then um, I love tarot cards. I I think they're a great form of entertainment, and um, 
you know, whether or not they can predict the past, present or future, you know, it's, it's up in the air, but, um, you know, I have, I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five, I'm looking at six decks of Oracle cards on my bookshelf right now. And so, you know, I, I think they're a lot of fun and they're, they're great at parties. Now, maybe take this with a grain of salt. I think I did mention this in a newsletter or on the Paracast previously. I had one rather telling experience with tarot cards where a Wiccan woman, a close friend of mine, was reading them during a period of turmoil in my life in the mid-1970s. And some of the things she said more or less came true within just a few months. Just a piece of information. Horoscopes? Horoscopes? You know, I've had too many horoscopes be kind of scary accurate. So I don't, I don't know. There may be something to that astrology, too. One of the little games I like to play when uh, I read our horoscopes in, say, you know, just in the newspaper, whatever it happens to be, if there happens to be someone with me, is I'll read one. I'll pick one at random and I'll say, now, do you think that this is your horoscope or someone else's? And nine times out of 10, you could take any horoscope from any sign and apply it to whoever you want. And they'll go, yeah, that sounds like me. Yeah. You know, don't make any big decisions today. Okay, I'm going back to bed. <laughs> but then sometimes, like you say, it can also be uh, eerily accurate as to exactly what's happening. Yeah. You know, don't let that big financial windfall, you know, affect your future plans. Okay. You know? <laughs> okay. So if we're going to explain a lot of this, though, I mean, we're talking about, in this case, the powers of the mind. Uh, if we get talking about seances and, and things actually moving, then that would be something like um, telekinesis. So Absolutely. Do, is there any documented evidence anywhere that you've seen where telekinesis has actually been, say, proven in a lab? Um, there are universities out there that have conducted telekinetic studies. I know the, the government, the U.S. government, has... Uh, done a lot of psyops experiments um, and i believe at least one of their programs was in telekinesis and again as as paranormal researchers when we come into a case where people are reporting objects being moved you know we need to look at it as okay is this the result of a ghost or is it somebody you know remembering things wrong or differently, you know, not quite remembering where they place something and then they perceive it to have moved? Um, or is it a case of, you know, inadvertent telekinesis, which oftentimes, as studies have shown, um, legitimate telekinesis involves a person who is experiencing a significant emotional um, upheaval of some sort, usually, usually female. Men are not excluded, though. Um, but, you know, where they've got um, some sort of uh, emotional fluctuation, whether it's puberty or the loss of a loved one or a pregnancy or something to that effect, you know, something where, where their hormones or emotions are just in total chaos. Um, it is thought that that, that's, that uh, continuing burst of spontaneous energy that they're subconsciously emitting can cause things to move. We're going to move in this direction, and then we'll come back. Not spontaneously, and no, ladies and gentlemen, my pen. 
is not floating in the air. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Now you think I was crazy. Clarissa, Gene, yes. and Randall, you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Most of you know that heart disease is the number one silent killer in the U.S. What if I told you for just $54.95 a month you could fight against heart disease naturally? At Heart and Body Extract, we've been helping thousands of people get back to a healthier heart. Don't just take my word for it. Check out all of the success stories at hbextract.com. Or to order, call 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. hbextract.com. Don't risk it when you can take charge of it. Hear that? That's the sound of a house being trashed while a gang of thieves ransack the place. And what they don't steal will be destroyed. This year, resolve not to be the next victim of a break-in. Go to faketv.com and discover a device that creates the illusion someone inside is watching TV, even when you're miles away. Security is a mindset, and fake TV should be part of your security solution. Be vigilant, but not fearful. Faketv.com. It's a no-brainer. A Big Berkey water filter is the one you need, period. You need a water filter that removes chlorine, fluoride, pharmaceuticals, BPA, and other endocrine disruptors, pesticides, bacteria, viruses, and much more, right? And does it all at only two cents per gallon. Get the original and most trusted name in gravity water filtration, Big Berkey. And now GCN listeners receive 5% off ceramic filter systems using code GCN. Call or click 1-877-99-BERKEY or BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-318-4349 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-318-4349. Again, that's 800-318-4349. 
Healthcare reform is confusing, but whether it's finding an affordable insurance plan, keeping your doctor, or being able to afford needed prescriptions, navigating the healthcare system has become a challenge. Control your own healthcare costs and choices with Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare is not insurance. It is an association of self-pay patients who unite with like-minded people to share the cost of each other's medical needs. Neighbor helping neighbor. Learn more now by going to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. This is Micah Hanks of the Gray Alien Report, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Oh, I'll tell you. Imagine if I had the power. I don't know. I just had major surgery last week, so if I could telepathically move things, that would be great. I hope you'll recover fully. Thank you. I I should. Okay. It would be nice. Let me ask you a question then. It kind of occurs to me now. If you had some kind of mysterious mystic power, right? Randall, I'll start with you. What would you like it to be? Immortality. All right. The thing about immortality, would you want to age? Or would you like to get younger or be where you are now? I think it would be nice to be able to change it at will to whatever you want it to be. But still retain your um, present state of mental alertness and awareness. Clarissa, what mystic power would you like? I've always wanted to be able to fly. Okay, you'd be like Supergirl then. Yeah, kind of, yeah. That sounds cool. Be like Supergirl. Would you like the super strength and the x-ray vision and the freeze breath and all that stuff? I think I could live without the x-ray vision, but, uh, you know, super strength would be nice. And, but, you know, I, I've always, since I was very, very little, I've, I've always wanted to be able to fly. What about you, Gene? Well, I was thinking here, obviously I am older than both of you. So maybe if I was 45 again, oh, to be 45 or 35 again and stayed that way, with a few other options. I could dig it. Very nice. Yeah, I like the advantage of, of being able to outlive all the idiots, if I'm, if I'm allowed to say that. Because I think eventually, if, if you do, then pretty much the world's problems are going to be solved. It's just a matter of time. You don't and, think and, new idiots will be born or created? Eventually, the, the idea is that evolution will weed them out eventually unless of course i happen to be one of them and don't realize it in which case i'll end up being the only fly in the ointment that's one of the dangers there or to use the old cliche and some people say this be careful what you wish for but they say you can't argue with idiots so maybe the best thing to do is pretend they don't exist and sort of tune them out that's the way you do it right sounds reasonable what was that gene I was tuning you out there. <laughs> hey, my wife has been tuning me out for 41 years. Join the club. All right, let's get back to the show here. What, have you got any investigations ongoing right now, Clarissa? Um, not ongoing. We, we just wrapped um, a really interesting case 
here in Colorado, and uh, we had set up uh, a recurring event uh, during the month of October um, with a local museum uh, as a fundraiser for them, but unfortunately, they've had to back out, and so what we're doing now, because, you know, this tends to be our busy season, um, because, you know, everybody's minds are on it, you know, ghostly activity is not limited to the fall, but because that's when everybody's minds are on it, um, they tend to pay more attention to things, and and they think, oh, you know, it's the psychosomatic aspect, you know, because that's all you see on television and in the stores and stuff, you know, you know spooky stuff. Um, so we tend to get more calls then. So we're, we're focusing more on, um, you know, providing some assistance to people that think. So we're really focusing on providing assistance to people that think that there may be something uh, supernatural going on in their home and, uh, you know, providing that service to those people in need. When you say service to people in need, Mm -hmm. then that sort of implies, like, you really feel that these people are genuinely distraught or disturbed by something that's going on in their lives, and that you believe that you can help them with that. So... Absolutely. These people are frightened to the point where they're willing to allow a group of strangers into their home. Into their personal space. That must give you a a great sense of satisfaction then when you can can go into um, a case and then help people by, uh, especially if you can solve it or explain it by something rational or normal. Absolutely. And so, you know, the first, the, the first level of comfort that we provide them is, you know, we go in and we're like, you know, we believe you, you know, we believe you are experiencing something, you know, we don't think you're crazy. And so that right there, you know, provides them with some comfort because they're experiencing something, something has frightened them to the point where they are willing to allow a group of strangers into their homes with cameras, you know, and the, then, you know, we go in and we conduct our investigation. We conduct a very thorough investigation. We have an amazing historian. Her name is Sarah. And she goes and does a thorough background search on the property. And you'd be surprised at some of the stuff she's been able to dig up. Well, can you give uh, us an example there where doing a historical search has helped you in your investigation? Um, yeah, we actually um, discovered that um, one of the locations that we uh, were investigating that a child had been murdered nearby. And it actually, that information played into um, some of what was being reported. And this family, you know, they had a new baby. And the activity didn't start until shortly before this new baby was born. They had lived in the house for quite a while before the baby. Um, But shortly before the baby was born, strange and unusual things started happening. And in our research, we discovered that, you know, a child had been murdered there. And so we're thinking that kind of the the catalyst or the trigger um, was the new baby. And that, you know, if it was in fact the spirit of the child, you know, was probably um drawn toward you know the new parent aspect you know the mommy aspect or the daddy aspect uh, of these first-time parents and so we were you know we were able to go in and um 
and we actually obtained some really good evidence um, at that location. One of those being an EVP that we caught with a GoPro camera, of all things, um, of a child saying, Mommy, I don't want to die. Wow. And and again, that was Class A EVP that was, uh, you know, it, there there was no mistaking it, you know, that it was a child, probably a little girl from the sound of it. Um, and, you know, this this voice was definitely very terrified. And so, you know, but getting back to the original question, you know, yes, it does provide, it provides satisfaction. It provides comfort. It provides a sense of worth when we're able to go in and help these clients um, to feel comfortable in their personal space. Do you charge a fee for your service? Absolutely not. And you say that almost with contempt. How dare I ask that question? No, there are organizations out there that, you know, that ask for, you know, travel reimbursement or equipment fee reimbursement, you know, like for batteries and stuff like that. We don't do that. Um, You know, we are public service. Yes. That's fabulous. So we're we're not in this for fame or fortune or money or, you know, we we're in it for the research and to help people. That's wonderful. So what about something like remote viewing? (laughs) <laughs> the men who stare at goats. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, and I know the government has been really big on remote viewing. And in fact, I think the Navy currently has a PSYOPs project uh, on revo- remote viewing. Um, so oh, right. I, I hadn't heard yeah. that. I, I know they, I think they shut down the first one saying that they really didn't get much in the way of reliable intel from it. But uh, I didn't realize they had started it up again. Yeah, I read an article very recently, like within the last couple of weeks, um, that talked about uh, the different psyops programs that the government has run, and that article discussed briefly uh, a naval program. Now, I should mention very briefly, we did have a remote viewer on the Paracast some years back, name of Dodd Smith from the UK. Certainly personable gentleman, although he got involved in some controversy in the forums. But we gave him a test to see uh-huh. what happened. This is with our original co-host, so it's before 2010. And what kind of sort of surprised me is that we actually had some level of successful results, but we haven't had a chance to get him back on to repeat it. With Gene, Clarissa, and Randall, you're in the Paracast. <laughs> listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items and entails t-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast jumbo tote bag, all sorts of t-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great t-shirts, fabrics, 
and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children, stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. You go to store.theparacast.com, stop by, and take a shopping tour. Hi, this is Sophie Winnick, longtime distributor and user of Longevity products. In the last few years, my family went through a crisis. Everything else in my life, including my business, had to be put on the back burner. Thankfully, life is getting back to normal now. But the one thing I never had to worry about was my business and my monthly commission. I've been a distributor for Longevity for over 17 years, since before it was Longevity. And I've got to say, the most amazing thing about this company is the people. While my family was in crisis, other distributors stepped in and helped my customers simply because that's what longevity people do, even for people they don't know. For me, it has never been about getting rich. It was about a product I could stand behind, a company I could count on, and a monthly commission check that has never not once been late in 17 years. Longevity is truly a business for everyone, even people who have too much to do. I'm Sophie Winnick. I'm just like you. I have a real life, real ups and downs, but I know I will always have longevity. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Do you see, folks, in response to that one listener who said we should not mention Randall in the echo chamber too often, actually what he's doing, he's channeling the echo chamber at the old Abbey Road Studios in the UK. No, forget about that. That's where the Beatles used to go to try to use the substance mentioned and got to get you into my life, which actually I think is a true story from Paul McCartney. But anyway, I don't know where I was with this anyway. Well, with ghosts, we seem to want to get them out of our life. Yeah, that's also very true. You know, when you get to things like ghosts, we want to get rid of them. But let me ask you then, obviously ghost hunting makes for very powerful reality tv show we love to see all those things and we know of a few certainly our friend paul kimball had a show in canada i think some of it migrated to the u.s i'm not sure but almost every episode something weird happened and the question i always have with regard to ghost hunting shows clarissa is it because they go to a place where they know something's going to happen or they make sure something happens if you get my drift well, I, I've got a, a short answer and a long answer. Uh, I'm very, very good friends with a gentleman who had a paranormal TV show. Um, it only ran for two seasons. The networks, you know, if you don't have the ratings, you know, the networks will shut you down. And if you're not providing some sort of uh, evidence, you know, then people aren't going to tune in because that's what they want to see. And so some of the shows have had to result or they've had to resort to um, fabricating some of their stuff. But what a lot of people don't realize, and this is a big problem in the paranormal community as a whole, is these TV shows, they will go out and they will film for a week or two weeks. And so what you see, you know, in an hour is the result of several days and several nights of them investigating 
not that they're always lucky, you know, they go out and they investigate for an hour and, oh, wow, you know, we captured this great EVP or we saw, caught this full-bodied apparition or, or what have you. Um, you know, again, that's another downside to that is, you know, the lay person will see these shows on TV and think, oh, this is easy. Anybody can do it. How much stock should the general public give to these paranormal television shows? None. In terms of discrete, okay. <laughs> All that answers that. That was fast. None. So most of these paranormal television shows then are purely for entertainment's sake, and and do you find that they ha- have caused you any problems when you've gone out to do actual investigations where people are assuming something that's happening when it's just something kind of some kind of fiction they picked up off of TV, right? We occasionally will get a client that, even though we go in and debunk what they're experiencing, they're they're adamant that it is paranormal in nature because that's what they've seen on TV. And we provide them, you know, rational, very explainable reasons for what they're experiencing, and they're they're very upset about that. You know, others get angry with us because we're not going to put them on TV. Um, but you know, as a whole. You know, most people, they see these paranormal television programs and they go, they're like, oh, this is easy. I can do this. So they, they go out and they, they don't realize the hours that it takes to do this and the money involved and, and then the data analysis afterwards. And, you know, and then they see the goofball in the t-shirt that's three sizes too small, you know, provoking. And they think that that is acceptable behavior. Right. They can make a bad situation worse, potentially, um, by provoking. And so, you know, Gene, if I was to walk up to you and get in your face and start shouting at you, you know, you will talk to me. I command you to talk to me. Show your face now. That's not going to make you want to talk to me. Well, you know, it's not kind of like a situation I ran into last night. So I went to a local fry store, which is like Kroger chain, to go to the cash machine at a particular bank, and I wanted to take out a few dollars. And then I went to the car, and I noticed somebody had the door open on his car, and he was like an inch from the body of my car. So I said, you know, don't get it too close, please. And the guy was flipping out over this. And finally, he stands behind my car, just standing there, so I can't pull back. And then he walks away, and I start pulling out, and he starts trying to frighten me the guy was a total lunatic but then you know i unfortunately he was also wearing a shirt from a certain superstore with a name on it so i think oh dear he's in trouble (laughs) yeah no provoking is never good i i never never advocate provocation um when you're dealing with the unknown um my motto is, you know, the golden rule, you know, treat others as you want to be treated, speak to others as you want to be spoken to, and you attract more bees with honey. And, or just try to be a decent person, in yeah. other words. So, Absolutely. One of the things I noticed when I was doing a search for paranormal in, uh, research groups or investigators is that there are thousands of them out there. Yeah. So, and and most of them do you find don't a- last long because they don't really understand 
everything that is involved in this line of research. Right. I was going to ask if you find that there's any competition or do you just find that you, you don't run into other investigators much? It's just that you know they're out there, but you haven't crossed paths with that many. It will cross paths occasionally. Um, the most frequent occurrence is, you know, we'll, we'll get a client who said, well, we called in XYZ team and they came in and then we never heard back from them or, you know, they didn't, they didn't tell us anything or, you know, they weren't able to help us. And so, you know, I hate to use the phrase, you know, clean up somebody else's mess, but sometimes that's what we have to do. I imagine that there's probably in the whole paranormal world, the same types of conventions that we have with uh, UFOs. Do you Mm -hmm. attend any of the conventions? Yeah, I do. And I get them pretty regularly. Is that something you get paid for? No. (laughs) No, Don't worry. Most of us don't get paid for speaking know, When I go to the conventions, I always make sure I, I have a booth space, you know, where I can sell my books. Right. And, you know, as we talked about briefly earlier, I've got six books on the market and the most recent one came out uh, about three weeks ago. And so, you know, the the people, they hear me speak and and they'll come up, you know, they'll want to talk about, you know, different theories or ideas or, you know, some of my experiences. And and, you know, then I turn on the sales pitch and try to get them to buy books. <laughs> so what would be your uh, typical sales pitch then? Uh, it depends on the person. Um, if they if they're a legitimate investigator, you know, I'll try to point them towards you know my nonfiction books uh, like uh, Phantom Trains and Haunted Rails of the U.S. or the new book um, Exploring Psychosomatic Pareidolia. If they've got a research team, uh, I've got a children's book on the market called No Monsters Here that actually talks to kids about what happens during a paranormal investigation. You know, kind of takes some of the some of the scary out of what's going on when this group of strangers comes into their home and you know but if it's just you know somebody that thinks it's really really cool and wants to know more about my experiences then i turn them to ghosts of the heart which is a fiction book but it's loosely based on some of my experiences as an investigator we're going to talk more about this and you know when in a couple of moments. Remember, go to plus.theparacast.com to learn about the Paracast Plus. We offer the version of the show ad-free and, of course, the After the Paracast podcast and more. The new site, I promise, is soon. As you know, with websites and construction projects, it always takes longer than they promise. There's always a last-minute glitch that has to be fixed up. There's always something you forget. There's always something that can be done better. And we go back and forth over and over to make it as perfect as possible for the initial launch. But we're working hard to get it ready as soon as possible, really. Go to plus.theparacast.com with Gene, Clarissa, and Randall. You're in the Paracast. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. 
It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Let's talk tough. Let's talk comfort. Let's talk about down-home value. Made in the USA blue jeans, like you wore as a kid. Remember? There's a place down in Tennessee Where they make blue diamond gusset jeans They so pride in every stitch Guarantee you love the way they fit They put a diamond gusset in the crotch Where you need it most Blue diamond gusset's got it Others don't For good old-fashioned comfort, get diamond gusset jeans Every stitch guaranteed And our Defender motorcycle jean comes Kevlar reinforced See them at gussetcom That's gusset.com Or call 888-848-7738 That's 888-848-7738 Diamond gusset jeans got it Others don't Bacon lovers, we ship free. Try our amazing bacon. No refrigeration required. Proprietary value-added packaging provides 10-year shelf life and protects the leanest, thickest, center-cut, fully-cooked bacon in America today. Ready to eat right from the pouch or warm and serve. Savory and delicious. Wholesale price for your everyday use. Order today at readytoeatbacon.com. Readytoeatbacon.com. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. Do you have a family? Would you like to help make sure they'll be taken care of if anything were to happen to you? If you answered yes, you probably need life insurance. Now, do you think life insurance is expensive? If you answered yes to that, too, you definitely need to give AIG Direct a call. We could find you a quarter of a million dollar policy for just $14 a month, which means you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Call us now for a free, no obligation quote. 1-800-919-5435. Since 1995, we've helped millions of people find out if they could save up to 70% on their term life insurance. See how affordably we can help you protect your family. Call AIG Direct now for your free quote. 1-800-919-5435. You could save up to 70%. That's 1-800-919-5435. 1-800-919-5435. Healthcare reform is confusing. With the loss of the Obamacare mandate, those needing help can now choose an affordable alternative. By joining Liberty HealthShare, you're part of a community of health-conscious Americans all over the country who control their own healthcare costs and choices. Liberty HealthShare is not insurance. It is an association of self-pay patients who unite with like-minded people to share the cost of their medical needs. Neighbor helping neighbor. Learn more now by going to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Clarissa Vasquez is with us. Let me ask you a question here. And obviously you're in the business of 
exposing the fakers in addition to finding the reality of what's going on. There have been some groups, and we know our former co-host of the Paracast, Chris O'Brien, don't know if you know him. He is setting up something called the San Luis Valley Camera Project, a UFO Mm -hmm. detection photographing system. There have been other efforts of that. Have you considered anything of that nature? No, I have not. Right now, our focus is, you know, strictly on our home turf, really, you know, to to help as many people as we can, you know, while, you know, conducting our research. Um, You know, the research is very, very important to us, as we talked about earlier in the show. And, you know, we get to help people along the way while conducting this research and, you know, developing, you know, a broad spectrum program of that nature is really not something that we've uh, even considered. What would be for you the holy grail of paranormal research? Oh, wow. I suppose, you know, an, an on-camera interview, you know, with, you know, with a, a spectral entity or extraterrestrial or, uh, or actual physical interaction, you know, on camera with a cryptid, uh, you know, something of that nature, you know, that would be, you know, the Holy grail. And again, you know, there's going to be skeptics, there's going to be naysayers, but, um, you know, for me, that would be the Holy grail. For you, most of your uh, equipment setup is done on the spot during, uh, on a case by case basis, as yes. opposed to something like Gene had mentioned with Chris's San Luis Valley camera project. Really? I don't see any other way to do that with the type of paranormal phenomena that you're most interested in, which is the the hauntings, mostly Mm -hmm. the afterlife aspect. Yeah. I mean, not unless you set up continuously running cameras in known haunted locations, you know, and then you have to review all of that footage. You know, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of people don't realize what goes on with the data analysis. Um, You know, we've got two DVR systems with uh, 12 infrared night vision cameras. And so if we run all 12 of those cameras for a five hour investigation, you know, that's whatever 12 times five is off the day. Sorry, I had surgery. I can't think clearly right now and do math. But, you know, that's you have that number of hours of video footage to go over. And so if you were to set up a continuously running system in a known haunted location, you ultimately have to go over all of that footage to see if you've captured something. And even then, if you could, because like we talked about earlier, if it's picked up by some sort of detection equipment, then it has to be something that is a natural phenomenon because the detection equipment has to have something that is scientifically detectable in order to be detected in the first place, in which case, how could we distinguish something paranormal from something that is normal? Say if you were to set something up, say, for example, uh, on a street corner or at a site, like where you had your particular experience, I suppose if the camera took a picture of the person walking through the cinder block wall, that would be pretty definitive if it could be proven that it wasn't faked but Mm -hmm. generally speaking you know you could have 10 of these apparitions say walking along through a park and you wouldn't be able to tell one from a a live person right if they were as tangible as the person that i encountered 23 years ago um then yeah you wouldn't be able to tell 
um, who was living and who was not. Have you heard of the Mandela effect? Yes, I have. What do you think of that? Oh, I try not to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me personally, I, I'm kind of, with regards to the Mandela effect, you know, I'm kind of of the mindset that ignorance is bliss. And Are you one uh, of the ones that remembers Mandela dying in jail? No, I don't. Okay. I don't remember Mandela dying in jail. I don't, I don't remember anything like that. Um, but I've also heard uh, reports of, you know, parts of the Bible being changed and, and stuff like that with regard to Mandela. And, and uh, so I'm kind of like, you know, if it's not in my conscious memory bank, then I probably don't need to know about it. <laughs> so um, if you don't remember him dying in jail, then you would have, do you remember him uh, being released? I do remember him being released. Okay, yes. so you're you're one of the people that only remembers one particular version. Something that I found quite interesting is when people uh, remember that he had died in jail, they also remember that he's he got out. And I'm one of those people that have that particular experience. So the people who seem to have been Mandela affected remember it both ways. And, of course, the implication is that somehow some aspect of reality is shifted or changed. And, of course, the skeptics would say it's people's memories. But it seems to be go a little bit beyond that when you talk to people who've had these personal experiences. That, that kind of brings up the idea of, say, maybe, um, for lack of a better term, these dimensional portals. Have you ever run across those where people say that there are ways to go from one realm or version of reality to another you know and I, I and not to keep you know referring back to my book or anything but the um in the book that i just put out you know we put we we did write a chapter on portals and vortices and um you know i think that other dimensions are possible but the the gosh i'm i'm losing my words on this one the the probability of being able to you know go from you know one dimension to another um you know uh, a a colleague of mine I guess, so to speak. Um, his name is Vince Wilson. He's got a couple of books on the market. He's really good, uh, really good friend and and colleague of mine. You know, he once said that portal hauntings are places where there seems to be a nexus between our world and mysterious ghost zone. Um, and these portals are used to explain. But you know, the problem with portals and hauntings is they would require a huge amount of energy to exist, and so. You know, if you weren't incinerated by the release of energy, you'd probably get several types of cancer from the radiation. Uh, and that's, you oh, know, interesting. That's a, yeah. So that, that's from a physics perspective. Yeah, oh. from a from a physics perspective. And, and so that's kind of my, that I concur with that thought process. Let me put it that way. I've got to ask you too, before you go, that uh, on your page, it says that, uh, you created the popular Phantom Hitchhiker Project. Yes, Can you tell us a little bit about that? Before you do, I hate to be the one to say cliffhanger. Okay. <laughs> Clarissa, 
We'll hold off and talk about that in our next segment with Clarissa Randall and Jean. I put myself last. You see that? You're in the Paracast. for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. You've been hearing Dr. Wallach talking about 90 essential nutrients, keeping the body healthy. GCNteam.com now has Beyond Tangy Tangerine tablets, 60 plant-derived minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, packed in a powerful tablet. But that's not it. 160,000 auric points, a knockout punch to free radicals, Call 877-878-4203 or go to GCNteam.com. That's 877-878-4203. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, Get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653, 877-886-3653, GoBerkey.com. For USA Radio News, I'm Wendy King. At first, lawyers for Christine Blasey Ford rejected the Senate Judiciary's request to tell her side of the story. She claims Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh sexually assaulted her when they were in high school. Now, there are reports that there's a tentative agreement for her to testify on Thursday. Florida Democratic Senator Bill Nelson says Kavanaugh's confirmation will hinge on two Republican senators, Lisa Murkowski and Susan Collins. If they decide to vote no, then I suspect you will see all of the Democrats under those circumstances join uh, with those two women. But if they decide to vote yes, then as far as the majority vote, it's already a done deal. You're listening to USA Radio News. What's on your bucket list? Running a marathon, hiking to the top of a mountain, or maybe surfing? What if I told you you can accomplish all of it at any age? This is Wayne Allen Root, and I'd like to introduce you to somebody that's changed my life, made me feel years younger, maybe saved my life, my Cenogenics physician, Dr. Bob Letta. Thanks for the introduction, Wayne. At Cenogenics, we help people look and feel many years younger. We've been in business since 1997. We have locations across the United States, and we've treated over 35,000 patients worldwide. Our age management medicine is proven to work. On the Cenogenics program, you will have your own doctor, exercise counselor, and nutritionist all working together to fine-tune plans especially for you. Thank you, Dr. Letta. I'm 57 and I feel like I'm 30 again. I feel the best of my life. I have the most energy of my life. Are you ready to start feeling the best of your life? Defy your age with Cenogenics. Call now for your free consultation at 888-YOUNGER. That's toll-free, 888-YOUNGER. Or go to Cenogenics.com. 
Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation. Analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. Hi, this is Joshua P. Warren, author of The Poor Man's Paranormal, and you're listening to The Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Phantom Hitchhiker? Yes, Phantom Hitchhikers. Speak to me of Phantom Hitchhikers. The Phantom Hitchhiker Project was an eight-year research project that I developed kind of on a whim. You know, I, I live in Colorado, Interstate 70 runs right through the heart of the state. And all along the interstate, you see these roadside crosses and memorials to people who have passed away. And you hear, you know, all over the U.S., you hear stories of, you know, people who have picked up a hitchhiker and then they disappear or... You know, there's there's a lot of ghost lore surrounding phantom hitchhikers all over the U.S. And so I developed this eight-year research project where we went out to see if there was anything connected to these roadside locations, you know, where a vehicle accident had resulted in a human fatality. And the the project was a successful failure in that we weren't able to determine any correlation between these roadside locations and phantom hitchhikers but we were able to prove that paranormal investigation or ghost hunting more specifically can be conducted scientifically and when i first started this this project you know i wrote the thesis and you know wrote the parameters for the experiment and the controls and the variables and and i submitted it to a lot of a lot of big names in the business and, you know, I kept getting these responses, you know, it cannot be conducted scientifically because our experiments are not conducted in a lab. And I threw that one right out the window because just like paleontologists, zoologists, um, botanists, you know, they conduct their research out in the field and bring it back to the lab for analysis. So forget the lab. And then, you know, they were saying, you know, there's too many control or too many variables and not enough controls. And so I developed this research project with controls and variables in mind. And expanded upon theories surrounding time, temperature, lunar phase, um, and the locations themselves all being in control because the locations were areas where a vehicle accident resulted in at least one human fatality. So, you know, again, it was a successful failure. It failed in that, you know, we didn't derive any correlation at all between these roadside locations and phantom hitchhikers, but we were also able to prove that ghost hunting can be conducted scientifically 
Very interesting. So, so I imagine you have all of that uh, stored away in some sort of a database then. Um, yeah, I've got uh, a very, very, very impressive spreadsheet <laughs> on uh, not only on my computer, but also burned to a CD and a flash drive. <laughs> and maybe one day I'll up- upload it to the cloud. I don't know. But, so you yeah. could, the, the point being is you could add some variables there if you wanted to. And one of the things that we've talked about on a couple of the last shows is the uh, possibility of EM frequencies being generated by the Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a theory that was brought forward by a Canadian researcher, Michael Persinger, who you may or may not have heard of. But his theory is that uh, there's tectonic forces mm-hmm. th- that are responsible for creating a large EM buildup in the Earth that is detectable and could be responsible for a number of paranormal experiences. So you could, if you don't already have a geological set in your database, go back and look at those places and look at the geology and see if there's some sort of correlation there. Well, and some of the data that we recorded, well, and we record it for every investigation, but also with this project it ran for eight years some of the data that we record for that is also you know the geomagnetic reading at the time of the investigation and uh, the solar activity at the time of the investigation you know so we do take those those things into consideration if nothing just to obtain data to see if there is a correlation between that activity and these events well that's quite fascinating because that in turn, is also correlated to something you know things like earthquake events. Mm-hmm. So you have you have tides and lunar phases. So putting all that together with some sort of geological data could add another interesting facet to all of that. If you had someone who was willing to take the time to do that, it could hypothetically all be done with geological maps and surveys and probably done mm-hmm. on Google. But yep. uh, that's really interesting. One thing we've also started recording very recently within the last year is the barometric pressure because it's been it's been discovered that barometric pressure can impact the behavior of the living. And so if it, oh, absolutely. just as the lunar phase can impact the behavior of the living and we've been stu- we've been studying and researching lunar phase as it pertains to paranormal research, you know, then why couldn't the barometric pressure also play in a factor? So, I, I think it could. I know that when the, the pressure starts to drop or there's some sort of a, a, you know, a big dark cloud moving in here, I feel like I, I have to go to sleep. You know, I just, all I want to do is find a place to lay down and uh, close my eyes. I get these tired attacks kind of a thing right? until, until and so, it drifts over. Yeah, and so you know, as that barometric pressure changes, as the system moves out or what have you, you know, people tend to get happier, children have more energy, et cetera, et cetera. So then it would stand to reason that if those factors affect the living, then maybe they affect the departed as well. That's if there is such a thing. We still, I know we seem to be assuming that there is, but, and I don't mean to be kind of a, too much of a skeptic here, but every way that I look at it, I don't see how it's possible. I do believe that the phenomena exists. I just don't see how it's possible for it to be uh, actually a dead person. Well, and that's that's why people like me are out there tirelessly researching away. Of course, then me being a UFO guy, I tend to look at 
everything through that lens. And perhaps I'm just as biased as those who believe in afterlives, but I look at something like uh, alien intervention as at least being something that is physical within the physical universe. And if they can do things like levitate their ships and control what appears to be gravity and have these telepathic powers, they could, in theory, be responsible for a lot of paranormal phenomena. They could make it pretty much anything look like whatever they want to whatever researchers are out there. Right. And that's, that's definitely a possibility. But we won't know without further research. Well, at least you're open-minded to that, because often when I bring that up with uh, paranormal researchers, they just, they, they, they just kind of glaze over and, and, and move on. And uh, I know that there's some locals here that I'd, I'd ask to come out on a couple of investigations with just so that I could look at it and see if there was any connection to that. And they were really protective of their turf, and it had to be these were dead people they were looking into, and they were going to prove the afterlife. So at least you're open to alternative ideas. Yeah, you know, in, in this field of research, anything is possible. You know, and again, not to sound like a broken record, but it's going to take more research, more time, more dedication, more man hours, more loss of sleep, more study uh, in order to figure out what's what. So what keeps you going then when it's all, it seems like it's a lot of work, a lot of effort for something that seems like an almost impossible solution why do you do it i enjoy it i i enjoy it i i enjoy the research i enjoy the mysteriousness of it and you know when i've actually got a client you know i enjoy being able to help people and so that's yeah that keeps me going well that's certainly as good a reason as any I, i was really glad that we could get you on the show uh, because I think I'd heard you on another podcast, and I was saying to Jean, you know, we've got to get this Clarissa Vasquez on the show because she seems very level-headed and well-intentioned, and a breath of fresh air in the field. And you certainly haven't disappointed so far. Well, thank you. You see, that's it. Just suck it up because we'll criticize you in the final segment. I'm kidding, folks. Clarissa, I'm so glad to have you on. With Gene and Randall, you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap. But not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com host. Once again, that's technightowl.com host.
First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. When you use public Wi-Fi, hackers and identity thieves can see anything you do online. Embarrassing photos, your web history, even your passwords. That's why I use private internet access to encrypt my internet connection for less than 10 cents a day. Sign up now at privateinternetaccess.com and in just a few minutes, you'll be browsing anonymously and only sharing what you want to share. Privateinternetaccess.com. It's time to protect your online privacy. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. Hey everyone, Proactive MD has an incredible offer for our radio listeners only. Stay tuned for our exclusive offer that includes a free charcoal pore cleansing brush and free shipping. Proactive MD with prescription strength adapalene can heal and prevent future breakouts. Today, for just $19.95, we're offering listeners the three-piece Proactive MD system with free shipping, plus a free gift, the new charcoal pore cleansing brush. Get this exclusive offer by calling now, 1-800-583-8662, or go to Proactive.com and enter promo code radio you heard right proactive md plus free shipping and a free gift the new charcoal pore cleansing brush you'll get all this for just $19.95 and their 60-day money-back guarantee you're guaranteed to get clear and stay clear or you get your money back call now 1-800-583-8662 that's 1-800-583-8662 or go to proactive.com and enter promo code radio again go to proactive.com and enter promo code radio Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest price filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. This is Jerome Clark, author of the UFO Encyclopedia and other books. You're listening to the Paracast. Our final segment with Clarissa Vasquez. We've been going, you know, low 
energy on the UFO subject because a lot of people say we do too much in UFOs and not enough of the other stuff. And I think we've got a healthy dose in the past couple of weeks of the other stuff. But when it comes to UFOs and stuff, how much emphasis do you put on it, Clarissa? Me personally, I cannot conclusively say that I've had a UFO or extraterrestrial encounter. I cannot say that I've seen a UFO. Although my son, who is 17, still swears that he saw Santa in his sleigh when he was six, but which you know could have been a UFO, could have been an airplane. All I know, I was driving the car, and he's going, "Mama, drive faster! I have to go to bed." So you know, I there are people out there who see things, and they believe, you know, in what they have seen. And you know, just like myself, you know, with the ghosts, I believe in what I've seen uh, because I've seen it. Do I think that there is life outside of our planet? Absolutely. Have I encountered it? No. Yeah, but I'm not equating UFOs necessarily with extraterrestrials. And Randall and I maybe are slightly divergent in our views. I'm just saying unidentified flying object, something we do not know, something we can't identify right now. It doesn't have to be a spaceship. See my point? Yeah. And, you know, and that could be, it could be an airplane. It could be, you know, in my son's little six-year-old mind, Santa Claus. It could be any number of things, you know, weather balloon, ball lightning, you know, it is, it is unidentified and that's what categorizes it as a UFO because you cannot identify it. I think looking at the various memes like UFOs must be spaceships or not, ghosts must be spirits of the dead. You get my point. We kind of want to jump out of our comfort zone. Like, for example, we have covered on occasion the apparent resemblance between the near-death experience and a UFO abduction. And there are a number of those. Have you ever explored anything like that? No, I haven't. Uh, Although, you know, one of the first things I asked, you know, I had surgery last week. And one of the first things I asked when I came out of anesthesia was, did I die? And they kept telling me no, and I was very disappointed because I really wanted that near-death experience. But uh, uh, no, I I think there could possibly be a correlation um, between the unexplained and otherworldly entities, um, or it could simply just be, you know, the spirits of the departed, or it could be, you know, a vortex or a portal or, you know, some sort of interdimensionary travel that, that we can't quite uh, figure out how it works without irradiating ourselves. On that note, scientists and philosophers these days are taking quite seriously the idea of multiverses. And there's a couple of different versions of those. There's ones where we, our universe that we live in, the observable universe, is only a small part of a much larger space. Mm-hmm. And that out beyond where we can see there could be a whole bunch of other big bangs that have happened. Uh-huh. They're just too far away to see. The right. other is that our particular reality is actually some sort of a simulation, sort of like in the movie The Matrix. Right. And that there are other similar realities that would be sort of like different folders on your computer. Uh-huh. And therefore, moving from one to the other might not take that much energy at all, especially from the point of view of the operating system, is just a matter of cut and paste. And if you know how to do the commands, you can just move from one to the other. 
without really much problem at all. Right. And that's where, you know, we as humans haven't figured that out yet. So, you know, it's like the Mandela effect, you know, it could be, you know, a little bit of, you know, cut and paste from one folder to the other, you know, or, you know, or spell check. A word was spelled one way and then you go and fix it. So now it's spelled correctly, you know, whereas. Yeah. Like a a, a glitch in the matrix. matrix. Exactly. So something fixes itself. Yeah. How about that? I think we've all experienced something like spontaneous dematerialization. You'll um, drop something or you'll set something down and you'll go, I know I put it there. Mm-hmm. And it, you go back and it's just not there. And there's no explanation for it. Nobody else has picked it up. You think it's your memory, but then you go back, say, a week or two later, thinking, oh, my God, well, I guess that's it. It's finally gone. And there it is exactly where you've looked a dozen times. I had that happen to me with a pair of reading glasses. And I left them in front of a printer. And where I was living at the time the way I'm situated when I record these shows, I'm pointing directly at that printer. I always see that printer. It's like one of these all-in-one printers on a stand. And one day there's the glasses right in front of the printer. No way on earth I could have missed that. I went to my wife and said, did you see my glasses? Did you put them there? And she's not the kind of person who does that kind of thing. She's not trying to fool me or anything. It just showed up again. Maybe during those couple of weeks it was gone, I saw it, but didn't see it, if you get my point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, or even uh, like deja vu, you know, where, where you know you've just, you've uttered that phrase before, or you've watched that scene play out in a restaurant before, or, or what have you. You know, it could be, could be the exact same thing. But then we have, of course, people that say, well, deja vu, they've sort of explained that with brain science, neuroscience to some degree. And the studies, no study has ever shown where a person who feels like they have deja vu of having been in a place can say what's going to happen next. They they are only able to say, well, it just feels like they've been there before. Now, see, I had the opposite experience. And I'll again, this was when I was in the service. Uh, my mom came to visit. And if you couldn't guess already, I'm actually pretty close to my mom. And uh, she came to visit and we were sitting at a fast food restaurant. And I was having serious deja vu and a man walked in and I looked at mom. I'm like, he's going to order a taco and a small drink. And sure, he ordered a taco and a small drink. And she's like, how did you know that? I'm like, I'm having deja vu. Yeah, oh, that's okay. Yeah. That's almost like more like a premonition in a way, but happening Maybe. just, yeah, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Any others you'd care to share? That's the only one that I can really remember. There have been other times, you know, where where I can kind of predict, you know, one to two seconds out, but, you know, and I don't claim to be any kind of psychic or, or have any kind of ability at all. You know, it's just, you know, freak random phenomena occasionally, you know, like once every five years or so. So, so you've had that uh, deja vu, the phantom soldier sighting, anything else? When I was in the service? (laughs) Uh, Any, any other time guy forgot to mention the bird voice. Yeah. The bird voice. And, you know, we've, I've, I've had several experiences, you know, in my years of investigating and, and give my cat in the background. He wants say, attention. Cat. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we, we investigated a, uh, a mansion actually several years ago and the 
gentleman who constructed the mansion was of German descent. And there were two of us on the team at the time who spoke German, my, myself included. I speak some German. The other investigator and I started asking EVP questions in German at the same time. We were on different floors, had no idea what the other one was doing. Uh, so, you know, just kind of random stuff like that. Clarissa, if we want to know more about the things you do, where do we go? Uh, you can go to ccpi-paranormal.com or uh, my co-author Chris and I have a new website that is coming up, uh, cccvbooks.weebly.com. Uh, the Weebly part's going to go away eventually, but the site is up and running. It's not finished, but it's coming. Randall, we can find you where? ufopages.com simple you can find us on twitter if you look for the paracast the two words together no spaces or dots or anything like that we have two official paracast fan clubs we have a brand new website and online store coming soon we have the paracast plus at plus.theparacast.com for more info what you get is the paracast free of the network ads better quality audio the after the paracast podcast and more goodies Prices start just $1.49 a week. If you get a five-year or lifetime subscription, you get what they say is, in politics, free stuff, free stuff, plus dot, theparacast.com. Clarissa Vasquez, a breath of fresh air. Thank you for joining us on the Paracast. Thank you very much for having me. Paracast, featuring Gene Steinberg and Christopher O'Brien, is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in the Paracast.